If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start program. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Aranda and I work for CSA Head Start for the last 20 years. There's always room to grow at CSA Head Start. Come and apply. Call us at 775-786-6023 and visit us at csareno.org. Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner, her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. It's that time of year again. One year will be ending and another beginning very soon. While many people focus on holiday celebrations and New Year's resolutions, business owners also need to focus on year-end business planning, plus taking stock of the year nearly past. Business owners are typically quite adept at forecasting the future needs of their companies. In fact, for entrepreneurs, planning ahead is an indispensable skill. Yet, by the same token, looking forward in a practical way is often next to impossible without accurately evaluating the past. These activities, taking stock, preparation, and planning, are key to running a successful business in the future as you think through aligning goals and resources and taking advantage of new opportunities. Done thoughtfully, it provides insight into trends that may impact your business and changes to consider in the year ahead. The most important thing in communication is to hear what isn't being said. How can you fix something when you don't know it's broken? How will you celebrate achievements when you don't realize how significant they are to the big picture? If you do not conduct a year-end review of your business, it's likely you'll begin the new year with the same troubled systems, processes, and problems. Even if you had a great year, I'm sure you want to grow. The adage, grow or die, applies to everything, including the life force of business. A business must constantly grow. You can't merely be content to survive. You must commit to thriving. By establishing what did and did not work for you, you'll create a more powerful plan to support your growth in the new year. The pressure to keep moving forward and the accompanying reluctance to step back and question is not just a business phenomenon. As everyday life becomes more jam-packed with tasks, activities, diversions, and distractions, stepping back and questioning is unlikely to get a slot on the schedule, which means some of the most important questions about why we're engaging in all those activities in the first place never get raised. If you decide not to review your business this year, meaning the ups, the downs, and everything in between, it's more than likely that you'll encounter the very same issues next year. As the familiar saying goes, history repeats itself. Complacency is always dangerous. No business can survive very long when its owner has limited vision. A business must adapt to an ever-changing world filled with great threats and great opportunities. Results are gained by exploiting opportunities, not by solving problems. Whatever you do, avoid making it a big ordeal. 
any project that feels big and unyielding tends to be avoided for as long as possible, and we all know what happens with delaying action. I believe the right information is more important than lots of information. This annual business review starts with understanding exactly what you want as a result of performing this exercise. Being intentional about this process sparks creativity and prevents you and your team from overlooking important pieces of information related to your policies, processes, products, personnel, and places of business, the environment. The key to doing this successfully is to go into this review with a positive mindset and look forward to your results, because no matter which way it goes, you're about to make it better. Also, by keeping a positive mindset, you allow yourself enough time to do a thorough, deep dive. This means looking at the bigger picture and asking yourself the hard questions. Performing a review will help you make a more qualitative analysis of what happened and where you want to go. And please, don't keep your year-end review all to yourself. Include your employees and additional key stakeholders in the process so everyone's on board with what you've learned and are clear about what you're trying to achieve for next year. By making this public evaluation a routine part of your strategic planning, you ultimately hold yourself and others accountable. Remember that it's not necessary or beneficial for a year-end review to be completed in one sitting. It's important to set aside enough time to properly delve into the issues that matter most to your company. Keeping the pace is important, so schedule time slots in each day during one particular week. While your own company may require more or less time than another, don't limit yourself and your organization during this crucial process. When assessing your yearly performance, it's also important to maintain a long-term, big-picture perspective. Toward that end, it's helpful to revisit your organization's mission, vision, and values. It's an opportunity to evaluate your year against these three pillars. Your vision is typically the core purpose of your business. It's the heart of what you do and the reason you're doing it. Your mission is usually a more strategic and time-oriented objective, which shapes your strategy and goals. Often, you'll be aiming to achieve that vision within a particular time period. At the center of many organizational missions is the ideal customer we're trying to serve. It's also the focal point for what many companies do, from sales and marketing to product development and customer service. When reviewing your year, think about what the results mean for that ideal customer. Did we help that person? Did we solve her problems and address her pain points? Did we deliver what we promised? Keeping your ideal customer in mind can help you get outside insular thinking and purely organizational concerns. You can evaluate your current and future performance against the real person you're supposed to serve. This not only helps keep you grounded, but is important in maintaining a customer-centric focus. This, in turn, can help you make better decisions and plans with a focus on solving your ideal customer's problems and delivering better outcomes in the year ahead. Your values stand at the very core of human decision-making. When we work in an organization whose culture aligns with our personal values, we feel liberated. We're able to bring our full selves to work. 
we not only bring our energy, our creativity, and our enthusiasm, we also bring our commitment to the well-being of our associates, colleagues, customers, and the overall success of the company. Values are also foundational to the development of a healthy organizational culture, which is the principal source of its competitive advantage and brand differentiation. While the specific values are unique to each company, examples include principles such as service excellence, innovation, integrity, commitment, community, and teamwork. Your values are the foundation of how your organization engages the world and how you do business. In theory, your values should drive your key decisions, help you hire the right resources, and guide the work you're doing every day. Many companies establish a mission, vision, and values, but they don't really live by them. All too often, these aims get lost in the day-to-day grind to meet goals, drive metrics, and get work done. When was the last time your organization revisited your mission, vision, and values? Are you regularly evaluating your activities and initiatives against these guideposts? To assess organizational values, you may want to ask these questions. Do your values define what is really most important? Do your values help to guide important decisions in both good and bad times? Are your values consistently modeled and monitored by leadership? Are your values creating a high-performance environment? Do your values have a real purpose in your marketplace and business strategy? Whether deliberate or unplanned, company culture is a pivotal factor in a company's reputation and overall success. Nevertheless, without a solid value system, a positive and supportive culture is much more difficult to achieve. Even sole proprietors should maintain a distinct set of values in order to be successful. You need to take stock of both the positives and negatives in relation to your company's culture by asking the following key questions. What did you do to encourage a positive company culture this past year? Were there any missed opportunities? How can you even be more focused and effectual when supporting a positive company culture in the upcoming year? If you are the business owner, you can also use this annual review to check in with yourself by asking three important questions. Are you enjoying your work? Are you having fun running your company? Are you feeling personally fulfilled in serving your clients and or customers? Life and work should be about so much more than just profit. What kind of work did you enjoy doing? How can you do more of that next year and less of what you don't like? Take the time to sort through the day-to-day tasks of your role in the business and identify the work you actually get pleasure from doing. The stuff you don't enjoy doing should go on to a list to either be changed, eliminated, delegated, or outsourced. Jack Welch said it best. There are only three measurements that tell you nearly everything you need to know about your organization's overall performance. Employee engagement, customer satisfaction, and cash flow. It goes without saying that no company, small or large, can win over the long run without energized employees who believe in the mission and understand how to achieve it. After this break... 
we will continue to examine the importance of having a feedback loop where you're thinking about what you've done and how you could be doing it better. I'll be right back. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Are you a new resident of Northern Nevada? Many of our new neighbors are surprised to know on average we have 252 sunny days per year in Reno, Nevada. That's way more than most places in the United States. SunTech Solar Screens protects the inside of your home from the sun's damaging rays. Get your free estimate. Visit SunTechSolarScreens.com or call 352-9396. That's 775-352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Fundamental to a full business review is identifying the tools you'll need to measure your company's performance over the past year. Naturally, you will need to review your financial statements, but other metrics may also include assessing new customer growth and retention, email list development, Google Analytics for your company website, as well as product and service development, marketing and branding strategies, accounting and financial growth, sales tools and growth, serving clients and generating referrals, operational system development, vendor responsibilities and cost, as well as the investment in the skills, knowledge, and experience of your staff. A direct approach to the review process will help you cover all bases and even create an innovative forum. To start thinking creatively, you have to get clear on your current practices so that you can expand on what's working and move beyond what isn't. Therefore, it is always helpful to prepare a list of questions. For example, what were our achievements? How did these achievements affect our growth as a company? What did we learn in the past year and how did it support our progress? What were our greatest setbacks and or challenges for the year? 
were strategies created and implemented to tackle any setbacks or challenges? Why did we experience these challenges or setbacks? What steps can we take to avoid the negative experiences we had this year? What steps can we take to encourage the positive experiences we had this year? Were there any unforeseen expenses which could be avoided in the upcoming year? It's more than just revenue and profits or measures of statistical output. What major projects did you complete? What strategic initiatives did you successfully launch? What did you accomplish that would be a true cause for celebration? What were the keys to your success in specific areas and activities? Was it the right strategy, the right resources, a lucky break, or something else? Did you penetrate a new and profitable market? Did you introduce a new product? Did you strengthen your organization by hiring better talent? Did a new product succeed beyond your expectations and drive unexpected revenue? What enabled that success? Was there something different about how you developed and launched the product? Was the market need or demand higher than your projections? Did a particular marketing channel drive a large portion of your new opportunities and growth? Why was the channel so successful? How does it differ from the other channels you used, and what might this mean for next year? On a higher level, did you advance your mission? Did you take meaningful steps to realize your company vision? Did you live up to your values as an organization? Recognize what works for your company and recreate the specific practices that led you to those achievements within the context of the future needs of your organization. Remember that talent and skill play roles in success too, so this is also a time to celebrate your team's and your own natural abilities. The things you would truly celebrate now can help you determine what should be an important focus moving forward. Take an opportunity to document and acknowledge these accomplishments and use them as a source for inspiration and guidance as you develop your plans for the next year. Learning what made a difference and how it happened will help you make better decisions in the future. It can inform your planning for next year and help you adjust your budget, resources, and strategy accordingly. This way, you can build on your successes and focus more on the difference makers and less on lower impact activities, the critical few rather than the trivial many. As you conduct your year-end business review, you'll inevitably discover that some of your business activities and initiatives made a real difference, while others didn't move the needle. Along the way, it's also important to evaluate your goals and objectives and assess whether you're being realistic or overly aggressive. Stretch goals are a popular way to encourage organizations to exceed their baseline goals, but too much of a stretch can be self-defeating and demoralizing. This is another area where a qualitative evaluation can be helpful in balancing a data-driven approach. Once you begin planning for the next year, one of the most important decisions is to decide what should come first. In particular, what can we do during the first three months of the year to achieve some accomplishments and make a strong start toward achieving our annual goals? I recommend you select one core area to strengthen first, just one. 
what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? That's the thing you want to select. While this may be difficult, focusing your efforts on improving a single area with maximum impact strengthens your business more quickly than working on multiple areas simultaneous. While this may be difficult, focusing your efforts on improving a single area with maximum impact strengthens your business more quickly than working on multiple areas simultaneously. Small wins create momentum, so it's often best to start with projects and goals you can complete and achieve early on. Save the bigger projects for later in the year or build toward them during the first quarter by creating smaller, related projects and goals you can accomplish now. As you set goals and identify the work and projects that need to be done, by evaluating your organization, you can identify any knowledge gaps, shortcomings, or areas where you might need to scale up and improve. Do you have enough resources in place in the areas that matter most? Do you have the right people with the right skills to drive the key activities you'll need to succeed? Are your current team members the right fit for your mission, vision, and values? Evaluate your organization and figure out who's going to help you execute your plan. If you're in need of more resources or help, you can always hire directly and grow your team from within, or you can even hire high-caliber business talent on demand. Most often, our objectives will change with time, so assuming that your post-review goals will remain identical to those of the prior year is generally unrealistic. As supply and demand, as well as economic trends shift over time, so will your company's objectives. Identify which goals are worth keeping, which will be eliminated, and how you will redirect your energies to realize your desired outcome. However, don't rush to eliminate valuable goals that didn't necessarily work out. Rather, try seeking out alternative strategies for achieving them. Always remember to consider both the long and the short term when contemplating your objectives. Without key metrics that allow you to constantly improve your business, you're basically flying blind. But if you develop a system of fast and frequent intelligence, this constraint is vaporized. Plans are only as effective as the degree to which they are upheld. Arrange periodic, monthly, or quarterly meetings to ensure that your goals and strategies are not only in working order, but also have the desired effect. Conversely, keep in mind that these tactics are not necessarily carved in stone, so to speak. They are rather fluid like water. Make changes, note your wins, and continue to celebrate them. Bottom line. Healthy businesses take inventory of the peaks and valleys that inevitably happen over the course of the year. It's a revealing exercise. It shows us what we did right. More importantly, it shows us what we did wrong. Not all plans came to fruition. Not all goals were realized. Crystallizing these observations can bring clarity when benchmarking and setting goals for the upcoming year. And did you know having a plan is one of the best stress reduction strategies out there? As humans, we crave feeling like we're in control and that we have certainty. In fact, research shows that a sense of control helps us stave off symptoms of depression and anxiety and can even decrease mortality risk. And the more we crave control, it turns out, 
the higher achieving we tend to be. The backbone of success is hard work, determination, good planning, and perseverance. This is not about getting stuck in your past. This annual business review is all about using it to fuel your future. Once you realize how much more is possible from your time and efforts, you'll see that your business is the greatest wealth-creating vehicle you'll ever have. Why not give it all you've got? If you are not willing to learn, no one can help you. If you are determined to learn, no one can stop you. Thanks for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business. Tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show.